welcome to episode 20 of OVS Orbit, a podcast for open vSwitch users and developers. I'm your host, Ben Pfaff. At the beginning of August, I traveled to Hong Kong to attend APSYS 2016, the Asia-Pacific Workshop on Systems. I recorded three of the talks while I was there. I've already published two of those talks as episodes 14 and 17. This is the third talk, which is presented by Ryo Nakamura of the University of Tokyo, based on his APSYS paper titled Protocol-Independent FIB Architecture for Network Overlays, with co-authors Yohei Kuga from Keio University and Yuji Sekia and Hiroshi Isaki, also from University of Tokyo. I personally find this talk exciting because, even though it's not obvious from the title, it's all about making software implementations of tunnel protocols faster. OpenVSwitch supports several tunnel protocols, and some of its users, including OVN, make heavy use of them, so this line of research is likely to benefit OpenVSwitch users, and I encourage other researchers and developers to continue thinking along these lines. On to the talk. Welcome to the distributed system section. And our first paper is Protocol Independent FIB Architecture for Network Overlays. And the speaker is Ryo Nakamura from University of Tokyo. Okay. Uh, thank you for introduction. And uh, this study is about uh, how to improve the packet transmission through speed with the tunneling protocols. First, the IP encapsulation technique is an essential technique for today's data center network, such as the cloud environment, the virtual machine-based cloud environment, and uh, or network function virtualization. And most important benefit of the net using network overlay is the topology isolation, the very complex and ossified and fixed IP physical network is the overlaid is overlaid with the virtual network by the IP tuning. So in this, the, in these use cases, a typical endpoint of the network overlays is end host and uh, its uh, software network stack. So for example, in the cloud environment, the hypervisor encapsulates the virtual machine traffic and transmitted encapsulated packet to the remote hypervisor over the IP network. So, <laughs> The overall network is abstracted in the device, the virtual device in the end ho host operating system, such as Linux or FreeBSD. So the or uh, each tunneling protocol is implemented as each tunnel device driver. So in this example, in case the Linux network stack and the application, the when application send a packet, the application in this case, the application is such as the KVM, the virtual machine, the container, or like that. And uh, when applications in the packet, the packet is, uh, packet is transmitted to the virtual tunnel device first through network stack. And the transmitted packet is, uh, uh, transmit, uh, sorry, encapsulated packet is transmitted to the physical device through network stack again. So there are two network stack in this, the TX path with the tunneling protocols. So we think this architecture, the network stack, network stack again, a network stack twice for the tuning protocols causes the performance degradation on especially the TX data pass. So the, in today, uh, today's link speed is uh, very fast. The 10 gbps, 25, the 40, the 50, and 100 gbps. So in this the environment, the millions, the network, software network stack must process the millions of 
packets per second. So the wire speed of the Tinker VPS with short packet is uh, 14 million megaPPS. So the, this, this the additional protocol processing for the IP tunneling causes the performance degradation. So this figure shows the the y-axis refers to the rate, uh, rate of the TX performance compared to the normal TX. That means the 100% means the uh, normal TX, the without tuning. And compared to uh, normal TX, the using tuning protocol causes the performance degradation over the 30 or 40% the performance degradation. So the purpose of the, this study is to uh, improve the distribution split with toning protocols. So we want to fill the gap of. So to uh, to improve the distribution split, in the this the contribution of this study includes the two parts. The first, the clarifying the bottleneck of current design of toning protocols, and then we propose a new lookup method for uh, overlay networks. So as a measurement and bottleneck analysis, we, uh, we measure the current, the transmission through speed of Linux kernel as a case study. And uh, the we, measured the, uh, we measured the through speed of Linux kernel network stack with a dummy device. The, in order to uh, avoid the differences of the device hardware and the NIC device driver implementation, we, 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 in this measurement, we use the devi dummy device driver. This dummy device driver records recorded the number of transmitted packets and rings, then the drop the packet. The drop means the carefree SKB. And uh, the test traffic was generated in the kernel space to avoid the, the effect of the very slow socket API. So this graph shows the measurement results. The x-axis refers to the, the packet size, and the y-axis refers to the actual speed of Linux kernel. The normal TX speed is the uh, approximately 40 gigabps with the 1500-byte packet, and the IPIP, the IP in IP encapsulation, the through speed is about the 26 gigabps. And in breakthrough case, and it is, the through speed was uh, the 19 gigabps, so it is very slow. So this the result means the current network stack, the current Linux network stack, the version 4.2.0 cannot make for use of today's ring speed up to the 100 gigabps. So next, we observed uh, where is the bottleneck on the Linux TX pass. This figure shows the TX data pass of Linux network stack. A packet transmitted by the traffic generator is passed through the network stack first, then the, it is transmitted to the tunnel virtual device. Then the tunnel virtual device performs the tunnel protocol processing, such as the, um, some Override table lookup such as VXRN FDP lookup and uh, offload handlings, and, uh, and then the tunnel device encapsulates the packet in the tunnel, uh, outer tunnel header, such as the GRE or VXRN header, and outer IP header. Uh, before transmitting, the outer IP routing performs to determine the next hop of the destination outer IP header. Then the encapsulated IP packet is transmitted to the dummy device, the outgoing device through the network stack again. So to measure the CPU time required to each part of in this TX pass, we modified the Linux kernel. And we added the timestamp fields to the packet buffer structure, the SKBuff, and we inserted the RDTSC, the lead timestamp count instructions to each 
start and end of each part of the Linux kernel. So then the the, this dummy device recorded the timestamp field values, then the drop the packet, the carefree SKB, this the measured packet. So this is the result of this bottleneck analysis. The y-axis refers to the CPU time in the clock cycles, and the x-axis is the tuning protocols. And each card box indicates uh, each part of the TX bus. Then so the, this, the green box is the inner TX, and uh, here is the tunnel protocol processing, including the uh, table lookup and uh, some offloading handling, and uh, encapsulation, uh, the CPU time to encapsulation, and outer IP routing is a red box, then the transmitted to the packet. This one bar indicates the, the real CPU time to transmit one packet in the Linux kernel. So the, as you can see, the IP routing for outer IP header is heavy in the merge point to merge point tunneling protocols such as VXRAN and network service header. In point to point tunneling protocols such as IPIP and GRE, the IP routing for outer IP header is not needed because the, there is only one destination. So the, in addition, the tunnel protocol processing including table lookup is also the heavy for the the merge point to merge point tuning protocols. So we showed the current design of overlay and tuning protocols in host operating systems causes the performance degradation. So the, in this study, uh, we propose a new the forwarding information-based architecture to avoid the additional protocol processing for outer IP header. The FIB is the forwarding information-based. The usual FIB is the IP FIB. The IP FIB is the, the combination of the IP table lookup results and the IP routing result. So we import the IP routing lookup result and RF table lookup result for outer headers to the overlay table lookup. And in addition to the overlay FIB, the, we, pro we propose a protocol independent uh, the overlay destination lookup method. This protocol independence is very important. Today, there are many tunneling protocols, and new tunneling protocols have been also the proposed day by day. So the protocol independence is important for the code reusability and the uh, potential for offloading this FIP, the forwarding information base to the network interface card the hardware. So the, this is the, the, the overlay FIP, overview of the overlay FIP. The key or key idea of the overlay FIB is uh, transforming the three lookup tables into only one table. Now in the in the network layering model, each layer has uh, each lookup table. The IP routing for network layer, the app table for the Ethernet, uh, data link layer, and also overlay layer has the overlay lookup table, such as the BXRFDB or NSH mapping tables. So the, we import the, this, the underlay, the routing lookup results, the IP routing table result and the app table lookup result into the overlay table lookup, uh, overlay table. Then the key of the overlay field is the identifier of the overlay lookup and the uh, Entry and uh, entry of the overlay FIB is composed of the destination IP, the source IP, destination MAC address, and source MAC address. Uh, they are uh, the necessary parameter for the outer IP encapsulation. And also, toast field and the TTL field fields are also contained in the, the entry of the overlay FIB. So this the overlay FIB is the place in the NIC device uh, NIC device driver software or a network interface card hardware. 
When the application sends a packet, the network stack performs the IP protocol processing and IP, uh, IP routing for original in the IP packet. Then the tunnel device encapsulates the packet in only the tunnel header. Then the, this, the tunnel header and original data are transmitted to the outgoing device directly. Then the overlay performs the, this overlay lookup and the packet is encapsulated in the outer IP and outer Ethernet header in accordance with the font overlay, uh, font overlay FIP entry. And uh, the problem is the how to uh, look what is the key of the, this overlay FIP. So as I say, uh, protocol independence is very important for the hardware uploading and the code reusability. But the tuning protocols, all tuning protocols, have the different lookup system to determine a destination on the, their overall network. So for example, the VXRAN determines a destination node, the VTEP, by the inner destination MAC address, the destination MAC address of inner Ethernet header. And in NSH, the network service header uh, determines the destination NSH node by using the network service header, uh, sorry, the service pass index and service index. And also the MPLS over GRE, in, or, uh, in MPLS over GRE, the destination is, this, is determined by the MPLS shim level values. So, of course, the overlay FIP can be implemented as uh, the protocol-specific lookup system, but uh, it is, but it is the, I said, the protocol independence also important. So in this study, we propose a protocol-independent the FIP lookup method. The key idea of this protocol independence is the identifier to determine the destination node is always embedded in the inner original packet. So all tunneling protocols use just a particular byte string embedded in the packet as an identifier to determine the destination. So 200 is the different identifier and the lookup system as a single logic that we define and introduce an offset and length values uh, uh, for the identifier, like a uh, uh, Berkeley packet filter virtual machine. So the offset indicates the beginning of the identifier in the packet, and the length indicates the bit length of the identifier. So by using the offset and length, all identifiers of all tunneling protocol can be specified. So the, this table shows the uh, offset and length values for major tunneling protocols. Now, for example, the IPIP and GRE are the point-to-point -point tunneling protocols, so uh, they don't have the, any identifier. And uh, in VXRAN, the offset is 16-byte uh, for the uh, UDP header and the VXRAN header. Then the Ethernet, uh, in a, uh, destination MAC address of in a Ethernet, in a Ethernet uh, header is here. And so the, the length of the identifier is 48-bit. And in the, so the NSH, the network service header over VXRAN GPE case, the offset is 24-byte for the UDP header, VXRAN header, and NSH base header, then the service pass index and service index, the 32-bit the identifier to determine destination in the NSH. So by using this, the offset and length approach for overall destination recap, that they can be 100 as uh, only one, only, uh, as a single operation and logic. 
Then, uh, so this thing, uh, this thing logic can be implemented to network interface card hardware easy, and it contributes to the code reuse, also contributes to the code reusability. So uh, there are three ways to implement the over fifth. The first is the software implementation as a part of the software device driver in here. And uh, next is implementing over fifth in the FPCA card as a network interface card. And last one is the, uh, implemented in the ASIC. That means the, the over fifth was the commodity hardware, but it is the idea. So in this study, we implemented the, our proposed method uh, as a to the software device driver, the dummy driver, that means the OVRFIV capable dummy device. And uh, we implemented the OVRFIV as a part of, of and the modification of the IXGB driver. The IXGB is the Intel 10 Gbps network interface card device driver. So by using uh, uh, with these implementations, we evaluated the proposal method from the based on the uh, CPU time required to transmit a packet uh, with proposal technique and uh, the actual TX throughput of Linux kernel using the dummy device and uh, actual the transmit throughput to wire using the modified XGB driver. So this uh, is the result of the CPU time. Uh, experiment about the CPU time. The left figure is the uh, is the same as the bottleneck analysis result, and the right figure shows the uh, required CPU, uh, CPU time required to transmit one packet with over a fit. As you can see, the alter IP routing and encapsulations and a part of the tunnel protocol processing uh, are eliminated from kernel TX pass. So if the overfib is completely implemented in the network interface card hardware, these large values become the actual the uh, latency to transmit the packet in the kernel. So next, we measure the actual kernel throughput using the dummy device. In all test cases, the five tunneling protocols, IPIP, JRE, JRE, TOCVX, and NSH, and short and uh, 1500 packets, the throughput were improved. So the, in IPIP, the throughput with the 1500 packets is about 52 gigabps, and in VXRAN is uh, 31 gigabps. Finally, the, this graph shows the, the actual throughput with the modified XGB driver. Also, in this experiment, the uh, throughput is imp was improved in all test cases. And so the result shows that in the VXRAN with the VXRAN, the series uh, is the 9.32 gigabps. So <laughs> in concluding this presentation, we showed the bottleneck analysis of the current design of tunneling protocols in the host operating system. That indicates the packet passes through the network stack twice, causes the overhead and the performance degradation. And we propose a new lookup technique, the over AFib. It eliminates the second protocol processing for outer IP header from the kernel. Then the, it can improve the TX throughput of the network stack. And finally, the future work. Of course, we know the more detailed evaluation is needed, such as the CPU consumption or JITA, like that. So, and uh, now I'm implementing the over AFib 
it is the net FPGAs in board, but the developing the FPGA is very difficult for me. And finally, the, we plan to adapt the proposed method, the FIB method, into the upper layers, such as transport layer. It can be, uh, it can be applied to the other layers, of course. And this is uh, all of my presentation. Thank you for listening. Yes, we've used tunneling quite a bit uh, with, with OpenVSwitch uh, in various applications. And what we usually saw was the, the biggest cause for degradation in performance when you, say, uh, tunnel something over VXLAN or, or another tunnel um, rather than send it native is that you, at that point you often can't take advantage of offloads in the network card like TSO, for example, because the network card doesn't support TSO with VXLAN or whatever protocol you're, you're using. Um, did, did you notice that effect? The some network interface card like uh, Meranox Connect X3 Pro or 4 has uh, TSO for VXLAN and then NVGA encapsulation. So you're using cards that, that supported that. Did it support it for, for all the encapsulations you tried? Uh, yeah. It did? Oh, okay. Well, wonderful. <laughs> Any other question? Yes. Would it be fair to say that this, uh, this approach is, uh, is similar to what uh, Ben talked about, about taking a cross product of two rules? Is, it, is this just a, an ins, is it an instantiation of that kind of uh, approach or? Uh, I'd say, um, <laughs> you do you mean the difference or the the Dr. Ben's the approach? Uh, how to say? Yeah, I mean, I understand it's it's a totally different environment. It's not a virtual switch. It's the, but is it like is your optimization similar to the cross product? Is it is it is it is it the, taking the cross product of two different lookup tables? Is it is that what the optimization is? is would that be a fair way to describe it? Um, so could you reframe the last last sentence? Okay, maybe we can take this <laughs> offline. No problem. Sorry. So I have actually one question. I was wondering, this problem is was known, right? I mean, people knew that they were losing some of the throughput because of the encapsulation. Right? Were there any efforts that were done? I mean, maybe unsuccessful. Or was there anything that people were trying to bridge the gap? I think the TSO for the encapsulated packet is also one of the methods to bridge the gap of the performances between the uh, with tunnel and without tuning. Mm -hmm. And but I think, um, but mm, and so the TSO is just one. Sorry, the TSO is just effect to the uh, the how to say the applicate. Uh, sorry, to use the TSO. If for the encapsulated packet, the I'd say the traffic generation point, the application must be on the uh, host stack mm -hmm. to 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 gather the packet into the large TCP packet. So, but this uh, this method eliminates the protocol processing, so it can be adapted to short packet and the software switches and software routers. That means the packet forwarding the devices. So th this is the difference between the T TSO for the encapsulated packet. Okay. Any other questions? If no, let's thank the speaker again.
OVS Orbit is edited and produced by Ben Pfaff using Audacity audio editing software and released under the Creative Commons Unported 3.0 license. The intro and bumper music in this episode is excerpted from Electro Deluxe by My Free Mickey and the outro from Girls Like You by Stefan Kartenberg, both under the Creative Commons Attribution Unported 3.0 license. For more episodes of OVS Orbit, visit ovsorbit.org or for more information about OpenVSwitch, visit openvswitch.org.